Welcome to Dairy Intelligent, a podcast by VES Artex, a turntide company. Together, we will meet dairy industry intellects and passionate dairy producers to discuss all things cows and connected technologies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of VES Artex's podcast, Dairy Intelligent. I'm your host, Annie, and today I'm joined by Terry Canning of Catalyze. And today we're going to discuss how machine vision may soon be able to replace wearable animal health precision solutions. And although sometimes cows may be hiding something, artificial intelligence can often spot it. Thanks so much for being with us today, Terry. Let's have you introduce yourself and give us some of your background. Thank you very much, Annie. So yeah, I grew up on a dairy farm in Ireland. Uh, It was a small dairy, still, still operating with 70 cows. Um, I was the second son, so I got sent off to academia and I studied engineering. So I worked, once I graduated, I worked for uh, about nine years in cloud computing, developing cloud-based applications for telecommunications companies around the world. And then I applied that knowledge of the livestock industry to find FarmWizard, which was the world's first software as a service for managing livestock. So I grew that up over uh, about 10 years until we're managing about 4 million cattle worldwide. And I sold it in 2015 and exited then in 2019. And that's when I met up with my co-founder, Adam Askew, who had spent 12 years using machine vision for detecting cancer in human beings. Uh, him and I got together, thought we would try to do something for the dairy sector. And we started Catalye, and um, that was back in 2019. And since then, we've raised about $3 million in funding. We have, uh, we're monitoring about 40,000 cows, primarily in the US. Um, we get big traction in the U.S. amongst the, the big U.S. dairy herds. But yeah, it's been a really exciting time uh, and it's a, never been a, a better time to be in the U.S. dairy industry. So what are the current methods for capturing data on dairies and what are some possible issues with these <clears throat> methods? Well, yeah, so I guess the first way is human beings. So human beings, um, they they sometimes make mistakes. Um, sometimes they record stuff wrongly. But if they need to do repetitive tasks, one of the things that Catalyze, our first release of Catalyze does is it monitors locomotion on a, on a dairy cow. Now, if you're a human being trying to monitor locomotion on, on 4,000 dairy cows walking past you after a milking session, um, that's really hard to do. So human beings, A, they make mistakes, and B, they're not good at doing repetitive tasks. Um, the second way is, is the, the use of wearable technologies, and wearable technologies have been brilliant. Um, they've really moved the industry on. Um, they, they were devices that are attached to the cows and um, the cow moves about. They're typically accelerometer based and it's from that accelerometer movement then we, the, uh, the technology deduces information about the animals. And, and really what we've done with, with Catalye is to develop <clears throat> uh, artificial intelligence technology which takes footage from low cost 2D security cameras. So these 2D security cameras, they cost 150 bucks um, you mount them on the exit of your milking parlor. The cows walk past the camera. We pull that footage up into the cloud and we run it through various neural networks. So these are artificial intelligence neural networks that we've spent two years training. And these, these networks have learned how to, first of all, find a cow uh, in, in, in the video, uh, identify her so you can tell the farmer which one she is. And thirdly, to derive certain insights 
And the first insight we derive is the locomotion scoring. So the cow walks past the camera, we, we locomotion score her. And if we think there's a problem, we pass it back to the farmer so that they can take action on it. So how does machine vision compare to human vision right now and in the future? And what about wearable technologies? Yeah, well, machine vision is a very, very broad area. Um, if you just look around a room, I mean, you're effectively using your human vision. Um, so there's there's lots and lots of, of possibilities using, using machine vision. Um, and really what we want to do is, is we want to replace everything that the dairy man or dairy woman can see um, whenever they're walking through a, um, a milking barn or they're walking through a passageway, a feed passageway. Uh, we want to be able to um, uh, basically be able to spot a cow if she's an estrus or if she's how she's ruminating or if she's eating. Uh, so we, we want to be able to develop our algorithms and our technology to be able to replicate everything that the human being can see whenever they, they walk through a, a group of dairy cows. So if there's no wearable technology, such as activity collars on the cows, how does the system learn each cow and find them again in the future? Yeah, so we have a number of ways of doing that. Um, <clears throat> ultimately, we're identifying the cow by how she looks. So our algorithms will, will take into account um, the various shapes of the animal. Colors are, are kind of easy, patterns are, are kind of relatively easy, but shapes as well, not just shape. And sometimes we, we can even incorporate the way the cow walks uh, into our, our identification of her as well. Um, so we've got different ways of, of identifying the cow. Uh, but what we need to do and, and what we need, um, whether it's an RFID tag, usually RFID tag is the best way to do it, to be able to associate that visual representation of the animal with an actual cow ID on the dairy. So um, typically what we might do is install our camera kind of close to a sort gate. Uh, it doesn't have to be watching the sort gate, but it can be kind of close to them. We can start to associate animals based on the cows that walk past the sort gate. So we, we, we're effectively using our, our visual technology to identify the cow, but in the first instance, we need, we need to be able to give that cow a real world ID um, so that whenever we, we we pick up something that we need to tell the dairyman about, we can tell tell them which one it uh, which which one it actually is. Earlier, you said that identifying lameness autonomously was one of the biggest features currently available for your system. What insights are provided to take action? Yeah. So what we do is every time the cow walks past the camera, we will attempt to give her a locomotion score. So sometimes though she may be bunched up or she may not get the uh, enough space to be able to, uh, for us to be able to score, but we'll score in general, we tend to score most cows and most dairies at least four times a week. So whenever we're doing that, we're constantly watching how she's walking and we're comparing it to, to what we've seen historically for that particular cow. And if we see it start to, the locomotion score start to rise. So I should say, when we look at motion score, we give it a score between zero and 100. Uh, the higher the score, the, the, the more lame the cow is, the bigger problem she has. So if we start to see that rapidly rise or rise over, um, over a couple of days, we know something's going wrong. So we will flag that animal to the, to the farmer. Also, if it's above, we, we have certain thresholds set on each dairy that, that allows us to say, well, if the cow is going over this specific amount, 
then our specific locomotion score, then she's definitely need, needs looked at, uh, regardless of the of the speed of that um, of, of of that increment. Um, so yeah, so we then flag it to the dairy, and how we do that is we'll work with the existing herd management system. We we integrate with Dairy Comp or we integrate with Bovisync. We're pushing the scores in, and we're flagging up if the cow needs looked at. So when when the dairyman is producing their their trim list, then the uh, scores that Catlai has given and the flags that we've set will then put those cows that we've identified on their trim list so they can give to their hoof trimmer. So you're focusing on locomotion now. What's in the future pipeline to continue the machine vision strategy? Yeah, so the, the next thing we're going to be releasing is body condition score. So body condition score is really, really important um, on, 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 on cows. It's an important thing to monitor, especially that transition, that transition for whenever a cow has a calf um, and how their, 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 the condition on, on, of the cow changes through time. So it's very important to watch because any, any sudden um, uh, degradation in body condition uh, could point to a, a disease uh, like ketosis. So you'd want to treat the animal straight away. But also when you're feeding the animal, especially with the price of feed currently, you want to make sure that you're, you're not overfeeding the animal. Um, and if you can be putting in a lower ration and still getting the same results uh, and saving that money, then you really want to be able to do that. So what we do is we'll use the same cameras, the same identification, everything the same, but as well as the locomotion score, we'll give we'll give the dairyman a body condition score. And that body condition score will be recorded every time the animal walks past. So they can then analyze that and decide if the cow has a problem uh, or if she's, she's, she's being fed the, the, the right amount of, of, of feed. So who would benefit from this technology? Is it farmers, AI companies, processors, nutritionists? Yeah, well, ultimately, um, we see ourselves having a triple win in the market. And one is the cow. The cow is a big winner um, because certainly for lameness, if we can, if the cow is lame, she's got a sore foot, then she's not going to be happy. So if we can help rectify that, then the animal, the animal wins. And the next one is, is the farmer because a happy cow is also producing more milk. So if the cow is producing more milk, she's being more efficient. She's making more dollars for the dairyman. So uh, they're happy as well. And of course, the third, um, the third one in this is, is the environment, because what we're doing is we're producing more milk out of each cow um, for the same greenhouse gas emission. So the, the greenhouse gas emission intensity per, per pound of milk starts to drop as we make that cow more efficient. So there's three, three folk we're winning. Um, in terms of um, other input providers onto the dairy, uh, we do take a supply chain wide approach. So if you start, uh, if you start right at the consumer level, so a consumer who who purchases milk from uh, that originates from a, a farm that's using uh, cattle, I will know that consumer will know that that farm is looking after the cows well. The animals have high levels of animal welfare because the dairyman is obviously investing in this technology and then acting on it. Um, so very important for the consumer. And if you're a retailer, you know when you're, you're, you're buying milk from a farm with cattle eye, that that farm, again, those high levels of animal welfare standards have been maintained. And you can feed that back to the processor and back to the farm. Now, when you go then before that, at the input provide, provision level, so you've got genetics, nutrition, health companies, they all require accurate data. They really need to know what's going on in the dairy. And this ability of cattle eye to gather large amounts of data um, at a pretty low cost 
uh, is really important because if you're a nutrition company and you're feeding uh, feeding the animals, you want to know what the impact is. How is it impacting your body condition score uh, so we can help that? Or if you're a genetics company and you want to know, well, are these genetics helping improve lameness levels on the dairy? Um, are they helping the cows have better body condition score, et cetera? that accurate data is, is really important. So we're really helping, as well as helping the animal, the farm and the planet, we're also helping right across the supply chain by delivering accurate on-farm data. Data security is huge. How does the data stay safe and who owns it? Yeah, well, they, the dairy man owns the data. Dairy man or dairy woman owns the data. Um, what we do is we process the data and uh, we deliver value back to the farmer so that they knows what cows or what animals to treat. If the farmer wishes then to uh, work with their genetics company or work with their nutrition company, we can we can facilitate that. We can share that data with them. So ultimately, it's the farmer that owns the data, um, if, and we help we help them commercialize it. The other side to it is security. So our technology is held on highly secure platforms. So we run through regular audits. We run through pen tests. We run through um, Amazon standards that will be similar you'd see in, in, in banking or, or, or any any high security uh, high security industry. Uh, we run through reviews such as the Amazon well-architected review. We run through penetration tests through third parties. So we have certificates. So it's extremely important that we that we look after. And farmers' data. So, as cows are becoming more efficient and making the right decisions is crucial to increase productivity, how does a technology like this play a role in sustainability? There's been a lot of analysis done. So, if we take lameness to start with, so each insight that we bring has a separate value proposition. But lameness, I can I can talk to probably the strongest. Um, there's been lots of research done about lame cows and what happens when cows are lame, and they reckon that. Uh, each lame cow in the dairy costs the dairy man $3 per cow per day. So that's $3 they're leaving on the table because the cow's producing less milk. That's the bottom line. So what we, we do as a decision support tool is we tell the, 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 um, the dairy man will be having a hoof trimmer. The hoof trimmer will be coming onto the farm. Um, but they, they've got to know which ones that they've, they've got to treat and, and which ones they've got to look after. So we're basically identifying the individuals, animals that would need to be presented to the hoof trimmer to have most impact of that hoof trimmer's time. And by doing that, the cows start to get, to, to get much better, um, lower lameness levels. They, they produce better milk. And we've we've run various analysis on this. Um, we had a dairy farm in the UK that we reduced lameness down from 25% to 13%, which would have had about brought him about $150 extra per cow per day on, on that dairy. Um, we've also run some analysis on, on a dairy in Iowa with support of University of Minnesota and Gerd Kramer. And the what they deduced was that when they acted on the, the animals that the cows that cattle identified that were trending up, i.e. getting worse, um, the cows had a much more positive outcome than those that weren't treated. So we're re really seeing some real genuine benefits going on to the dairy uh, from using our technology. We're now at the end of our conversation, but before we wrap up, what does an animal-centered environment mean to you? Really, to, to have healthy, happy animals is really in everyone's interest. The consumer cares about that. 
um, if the animal's happier, she's going to be making more milk. She's got, she's going to be bringing more money into the farm. So it's really about uh, putting the animal at the heart of of the um, of the dairy, making sure she's well looked after, that she's comfortable, uh, that she's being fed the right the, the right foodstuffs, um, and that you're monitoring their their welfare her welfare levels well. So that that's really important, uh, and really for me, what is uh, putting the animal at the center of the farm is all about. Thanks again, Terry, for your time and insights. I think we all learned more about the future of machine vision. And thank you to everyone for listening, and we will see you in our next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for another Dairy Intelligent episode. We hope you have found some suggestions to improve cow comfort on your farm, or simply just learn something new. If you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to our channel on your favorite podcast platform and let your friends know about us. We would love to have them listen and learn.